You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 2023 AFC Championship Chiefs at Ravens. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Taking the Points podcast, part of the SB Nation NFL show presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code SBNFL because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Agent eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. I'm Chris Dunnels at Chris Dunnels on Twitter. Joined once again this week by the one, the only stats. Stats say hello to the people. Hello to the people. Happy to be pinch hitting for Spence again this week. Yeah, well, I don't know what, what we're doing as far as pinch hitting for Spence. Is it he's just in mourning, you think, after his Bills game? Maybe that's that what is, it is. That is an incredibly difficult loss to stomach. And it's, I mean, wide right for a Buffalo fan. Those words are, you know, that's that's just absolute torture. Because remember, he picked the Bills too, right? And he was he was batting a thousand with his uh, NFL playoff predictions up to that point, and must have been feeling good that the Bills had beat the Chiefs in the regular season at the end of the regular season. So he was feeling good, and then yeah, I think he's just now under protest and uh, playing the rest of the the 2023 playoffs under protest. <laughs> uh, hashtag not my champion, and just in mourning now. Oh, that's unfortunate. First, he got stuck in a blizzard. And then to know that it would get worse the following week when you just your team loses to this team again. And you just have to sit with it for the entire offseason. There's nothing you can do. And you just have to start back at zero at the bottom of the mountain again next year. Yeah. At what point is Josh Allen able to finally say, you know what? I can do this. I can beat Patrick Mahomes. Or do you think it's finally in his head now? Like it is with the NFL media. The NFL media is all about Josh Allen can't beat Patrick Mahomes. Now, granted, Josh Allen wasn't the one taking that kick. But still, that's the storyline. Do you think that this is just going to be permanent moving forward? I After a while, it has to get in your head somehow. Now, I know the Bills have beaten them in the regular season, so that maybe helps a little. But I've said it with Dak Prescott and the 49ers that, they're in his head that when things start to go wrong, it kind of snowballs on him. And I just can't imagine. I mean, he's human. Josh Allen is a human being. At some point, I think it does take its toll. Well, you got to think about the other side of that, too, right? So looking at the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, they lose to the Bills in a nail biter at the end of the regular season on the Kadarius Tony offsides, Travis Kelsey lateral. They have a chance at redemption in the playoffs. They then win after thinking, okay, maybe this game is going to go into overtime. Maybe it's going to be a little tighter. They've got to be feeling pretty high now coming into this Ravens game. How could you not? There has to be some sort of aura of invincibility, right? Like, oh, Patrick Mahomes had never gone on the road in the playoffs. And and what did he say after the game? He was like, they asked for it and they got it. Like, 
you have to think if you're in that locker room, like we're just never losing with this guy. He goes to the AFC championship game literally every season. That's right. So before we talk about the game and the, the two opponents here, the, the Ravens and the Chiefs and how they might match up against each other, in a vacuum, which team do you think has the momentum on their side? You've got Mahomes and the Chiefs who come out on top over Josh Allen and the Bills versus the Ravens who stomp the Texans and, and just end the Cinderella story that was C.J. Stroud's uh, playoff dreams. And Lamar also shaking his little bugaboo and, and the Ravens putting up 34 points over the Texans. So which team do you think has momentum on their side? I think it's the Ravens. The Ravens, you said they stomp the Texans. They stomp everybody. Baltimore has nine wins by 14 or more points over teams with winning records this year. That's how good they have been. That is the most ever. That's absurd. They are just a wrecking ball. It doesn't matter who gets put in their way. They have steamrolled them all. So I don't know how it can't be Baltimore. Well, I guess that answers my next question then. So with Chiefs at Ravens in the AFC Championship game, we've got the Ravens right now as home three-and-a-half-point favorites, which is essentially a pick em. Right now, NFL fans, sports betting fans, no one really knows what to do, in part because of the Mahomes magic you referenced earlier. But Ravens three-and-a-half-point home favorites, are you picking the Ravens? Yeah, I can't pick against them right now. I know it's Patrick Mahomes, and, and I get all that, but – what else does this Ravens team have to show everybody before we start to believe in them? You know, I just, I, they're just that damn good. They don't get as much love. The defense maybe doesn't get as much hype. I, to me, it's Baltimore. So the Ravens right now, money line is minus 185, meaning in order to win $100 for the Ravens winning, you have to risk and wager $185. The spread, I said earlier, Ravens minus three and a half. So if you're picking the Ravens to win, is that on the money line, or are you taking them with the points to beat the Chiefs by four or more? Well, I don't. Minus one eighty-five is oof, that's pretty steep. So I guess I'll have to give the points because that's only minus one ten. Um, so I will give the three and a half points. I think Baltimore is going to get it done. You know, for most of the season, the Chiefs' offense was not that impressive, and now they're playing a very impressive Ravens defense. I think we're going to see more of the Chiefs' struggles on offense. And I just think that Lamar, even though the Chiefs defense is really good, Lamar is just he can do it all himself if he has to. So I, I don't see a path to where Baltimore doesn't win. Yeah, but we're just you, you mentioned it kind of briefly. We're seeing the typical Kansas City Chiefs playoff offense now, not just the offense we saw in the 2023 regular season. But look at Travis Kelsey, for example. Right. So he whether it's Taylor Swift or otherwise. Right. He didn't have his stellar scoring season, probably because there weren't great receivers around him and opposing defenses were able to just key in on him in the red zone. But he doesn't have a single game with multiple touchdowns in the regular season, I believe. And then he scores two last week against the Bills. So it's possible, too, that when the playoffs come, the light just turns on with Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. And we're back to seeing that. Kansas City Chiefs juggernaut offense led by Mahomes that's going to be able to put up 30-plus points on anybody. That is true. I have to give Kelsey and Mahomes credit for that. And I do think they have the kind of, like, mind meld to where they just figure it out. Like, they'll draw plays in the dirt. They'll draw plays at the line of scrimmage. Like, they'll find ways to get him the ball. But he's going to have to do it all, I think. Like, I don't think that 
Marquez Valdez Scantling and Rishi Rice and those guys are going to be able to do enough against that Baltimore defense to get Mahomes down the field enough consistently. Well, we're also skipping. We were talking about Mahomes, but Isaiah Isaiah Pacheco and the run game for Kansas City has played very well and is incredibly overlooked in NFL offenses right now because Mahomes gets so much spotlight in the NFL media and because Travis Kelsey gets so much attention right now. Pacheco's just been under the radar all season as having a great year for a running back. So it might not just be Mahomes, but they have a running game in Kansas City that might be able to carry them to a victory here. And that, to me, is the most crucial aspect of this game. I said it last week, and I'll say it this week, too. Pacheco is massively important, especially because of his running style. Like, even if you tackle him after three yards, he's going to fall forward and gain two more yards. He has been so crucial in helping Kansas City stay ahead of the sticks and get in advantageous down-and-distance situations. I think he's the most important player in this game because Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. Like, I, I don't have any doubts about that. But if Pacheco can have success on the ground, it makes life so much easier for everybody else. I think he's incredibly important on Sunday. Well, someone who's been incredibly important through the season for us has been Spence and being able to rely on him for the first score of the game. Because <laughs> for you and for me, we, we've had a spotty record so far. So we're, we're back talking about one game. So I'm going to hit you on the fly stats with the odds for the first score this week with Chiefs at Ravens. We've got for the home team, Ravens touchdown at plus 175. Ravens field goal at plus 310. Chiefs field goal at plus 330. And Chiefs touchdown at plus 285. So the the best odds, Ravens touchdown at plus 175. Both field goals and the plus 300s. Chiefs touchdown, surprisingly, at plus 285. So I'm going to ask this question to you in two ways. One is, which bet would you place? And what bet do you think is the safest to hit? Maybe it's the same answer, but mine might be different. I'm going to say it's the same answer. I'm going to go Chiefs touchdown because I think the Chiefs are going to end up with the ball first. And I trust the Andy Reid scripted plays, even against a really good Ravens defense. Andy Reid is, is to, for my money, the best offensive mind of his generation in the NFL. And I think that he's going to come up with a good 12 to 15 plays. He'll have them ready to go. So I'm going to see the Chiefs get the ball first. They go down the field. They stick it in the end zone. So I'll take Chiefs touchdown for the first score of the game. So I agree in that that is those are incredible odds for a better there, uh, considering everything we just said about Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs offense. I think Ravens touchdown at plus 175 is probably the safest bet. I, I could see a scenario where. The Chiefs start with the ball, whether it's because they win the toss and and want to go ahead and take advantage of those Andy Reid scripted plays or the Ravens win the coin toss and choose to defer. But I'm just going to say Ravens start with the ball for one reason or another and Ravens get the ball first at plus 175. If I'm placing a bet and, and I'm trying to win some money here, Chiefs touchdown at plus 285 are odds I probably can't pass up. But if you're asking me which is the most likely to happen, I'm probably going to agree with the odds makers and say Ravens touchdown at plus 175. So Ravens touchdown is your official pick. Ravens touchdown is my official pick. Okay, I just want to be sure because, you know, we haven't had the best track record when it comes to picking the first Of course, it, it means it's going to be a safety. Let's just okay. be honest, right? The first score is going to be a safety. Speaking of, I'm going to completely go off the rails for a second. Stats, what is your take? Because it came up. I know we're talking about the AFC, but I want to kind of briefly mention 
a different game, fumbling the ball through the end zone. What's your opinion there? What should happen? Nothing. I think it's perfect the way it is. Every single rule in the sport favors the offense. This is the only rule that favors the defense. They have one. This is it, right? You can't grab a face mask if you're on defense. On offense, you could jam your hand right up in there. Every single rule favors the offense, and people freak out about this. Whoa, what's so different about the end zone? Uh, it's the end zone. You get points if you go into it. The end zone is sacred ground. I absolutely think the rule should stay the way it is. Yeah, I, I surprisingly agree with this take also. So I like it. I think it's fun. I, I enjoy those huge momentum changes as much as I hate it as if it's my offense driving down the field that fumbles the ball through the end zone. As much as I hate that and get frustrated, man, it is a overwhelming feeling of satisfaction when you're on the other side of that. When your defense is able to get the ball fumble through the end zone from the opposing offense, uh, that's a nice feeling. I completely agree with you. It's going to get changed. Anything that happens in a Chiefs-Bills playoff game changes the rules of the NFL. Yeah. Uh, well, if the Bills end up making the kick, I've seen this conspiracy theory also. If the Bills make the kick, mm -hmm. does the playoff at least overtime rule change as far as now? Right now, it's both teams touch the ball, right? Because it was changed yeah. before from just first team to score. I have seen people say that we should be going to a, a college football type uh, playoff and that if the Bills Chiefs game went to some weird overtime situation, that that was going to be the next call to arms. I hate that. The college overtime stinks. It's not football. They totally changed the rules. Oh, it's so fun. Overtime. It's so fun. It's so fun, though. It, it's because to an eighth overtime. It be, yeah, it becomes like an offensive competition. It's like a home run derby in college. No, I don't. No, it's great. It's great. Listen, if baseball could go to that and instead of extra innings, could just go to a home run derby. It's the it's like a shootout in hockey or, or penalty kicks in soccer. It, that's so much more fun. So much more exciting. But at least in hockey, they do overtime first and then they go to the shootout. Don't okay, they? Fine, fine. Have one you know, small quarter and then the game can't end in a tie anymore. Right. Game can into the tie, then we'll go to our home run derby style. I'm telling you, they're going to change that rule. That is the that is the play. That's sort of what they were waiting for. A lot of people have said that, hey, the rule's not going to change unless it happens in a super high-profile game. Well, there it was, and I, I bet you that we have seen the end of that rule. Well, maybe we can try to find a bet to place on DraftKings or otherwise on whether that, that NFL rule officially changes for the 2024 season. If so, I guess we should take it. There you go. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So during the regular season, I put together a series of parlays, me and Spence. Spence obviously isn't here this week, but I want to run some of the same kind of parlays by you, Stats. Get your take, get your feel for it. Here, if you, it's a bet you would take what you think might be the sucker bet in of one of the legs in the parlay. So are you up for that for me? Absolutely. And I have to say, you have had a very high success rate with your parlays through the year. I feel very confident that what you're saying is going to come to pass. I feel good about two of them. So we'll, we'll go over those first. So the first is my super conservative parlay where I'm looking just to double your money. And it's three legs. It's Chiefs over 13 and a half. Ravens over 14 and a half and Mahomes over 250 passing yards. That's it. Those three legs, that's plus 146. So more than doubling our money, we got a plus odds there. Chiefs over 13 and a half, Ravens over 14 and a half, Mahomes over 250 passing yards. What do you think about that one? I think the weirdest part about this is the last leg is the one I'm most concerned about, which is crazy to me. If you told me that the part I would be concerned about is Patrick Mahomes and whether he gets enough passing yards, like that would be pretty hard to believe. But I very clearly think that both teams are easily going to score more than two touchdowns. So I'm like not even worried about that at all. The the combination of the Ravens defense and how much run Pacheco gets to me is the only thing that could limit the Mahomes passing yards. But in the end, I'll bet on the current best quarterback in football to have more than 250 passing yards in an AFC championship game. So ultimately, I would place this bet. Ouch. And uh, I guess we should have like an NSFW warning for, for Spence if he tries to listen to this podcast later to hear stats say the best quarterback in the NFL in an AFC championship game, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he Yikes. is. It's, I mean, is there any debate? It's ridiculous. Yes, there's a lot of debate right now, not amongst non-Bills fans, but there's a lot of debate. No, I love Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is fantastic. I think he gets too much hate, but he's not better than Patrick Mahomes. He's just not. And that's not a knock on anybody. Nobody's better than Patrick Mahomes. Well, let's look at my more aggressive parlay now. Again, three legs. I'm going to say the first leg, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. So I mentioned last week he had two in the playoffs. I think he's going to find a way to find the end zone. And then the next two legs are all about the other team, the Ravens, and really all about Lamar Jackson. So second leg, Lamar over 150 passing yards. And third leg, Lamar Jackson anytime rushing touchdown. Those three legs, Kelsey anytime TD, Lamar anytime TD, and Lamar over 150 passing yards is plus 335. Wow, that seems like really good odds to me. I really like this bet. One, Andy Reid is incredible in the red zone at drawing up plays to get the ball in people's hands. We've seen him do like these weird shifts and motions and shovel passes. He loves to do shovel pass in the red zone, especially to Kelsey. So I think one way or another, Kelsey's going to get in the end zone. Lamar over 150 passing yards. That's the scariest part of this to me because if he just goes into run mode then maybe i could see him throwing for like 130 but having like 140 yards on the ground something ridiculous like that to keep the passing yardage total down but i think he's absolutely going to get a rushing touchdown i don't think there's anybody lamar trusts in the red zone more than himself yeah and so i'm confident he's going to get that the passing yardage one is the one that scares me on this but the odds are so good did you say plus 330 plus 335 
335. Yeah, I, I'm definitely plunking down money on that. It's too good to pass up. Yeah, that was my thinking too, especially the Lamar over 150 passing yards isn't the leg of that bet that ends up getting it to plus 335. It's actually the Kelsey anytime touchdown. Hmm, interesting. So they have confidence in the Ravens defense to sort of swarm him. But I just, yeah, they. I wouldn't put it past the Chiefs to hand it to Travis Kelsey, honestly. <laughs> right. Like, I think that they know where their bread is buttered. Like this is, you know, this is nut cutting time. Okay. You're not, you don't want to give the ball to Miko Hardman. We've seen that. At Kadarius Tony for the win. <laughs> so final parlay here is my more kind of crazy parlay. Three legs. Isaiah Pacheco over 16 and a half receiving yards. Mm. Lamar over half a pick. And Mark Andrews anytime touchdown. That's plus 800. Wow. Okay. So this one, ooh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I would put my money down on this. I'm not so sure what is Andrews going to be able to do. Plus, if he plays, I think the Chiefs are absolutely going to focus on him in the red zone. And I don't know that Baltimore is as creative with getting him the football as Andy Reid is with Travis Kelsey. Uh, the Pacheco receiving yards, I think, could be a thing. Especially, look, look, he could get that on any one play, break one tackle, and and turn that into a 17-yard gain. Uh, the Lamar interception, I think he is going to throw one. Um, just whether it's a tip or a bad read or whatever, Chiefs defense is really, really good. I think Lamar will throw a pick, but I actually don't think I would put my money down on this one, even though those odds are absolutely crazy. Do you think Mahomes throws a pick this week? Yes, I think they're each going to throw an interception. Um Two defenses that are really, really good. I think Baltimore is going to be able to get a little pressure on Patrick Mahomes, and I could see uh, Mahomes throwing a ball under pressure. Receiver can't handle it, pops up in the air, and what does everybody say? Tips and overthrows. So I'm going to read off some odds for anytime touchdown scores, and I think for the most part, these are going to sound fairly expected. And then I'm going to tell you one that's at crazy odds that might be a long shot, but something worth considering. So the player with the best odds for an anytime touchdown is Lamar Jackson. And remember, with a quarterback like Lamar, an anytime touchdown bet is on the ground, or technically a, a receiving touchdown if they want to do something crazy. But a passing touchdown wouldn't count. That's plus 100. That's even money as a straight bet. Wow. I the, next, the next odds are Gus Edwards, so sticking with the Ravens, at plus 130. Then we get, uh, or no, they just had it out of order. So Travis Kelsey actually is a plus 120. Okay. Then Pacheco at plus 125. And then Gus Edwards and Rasheed Rice are plus 130. Mark Andrews is plus 155. Uh, just reading off a couple others. Odell Beckham Jr. plus 260. And Justice Hill plus 320. Is there anyone there that just stood out one way or the other? You were surprised to hear or something you might want to put money on? I would put money on the Lamar anytime at plus 100 and the Gus Edwards at plus 130. I would take both of those. So the Gus Edwards at plus 130 is interesting just because I also saw at plus 500 for an anytime touchdown, you could bet on Dalvin Cook. Hmm. What do you think there? Uh, I would much, I would feel much more comfortable putting my money on Gus Edwards than I would Dalvin Cook. I, I know that he's like the shiny new toy, but I don't really know how much he's going to be able to do. 
Gus Edwards had 13 touchdowns, and most of them, I believe, were like inside the five-yard line. He's basically their goal line back. They're going to move the ball to get in the red zone. Uh, Dalvin Cook is kind of cool, but I will take Gus Edwards in that if, in that comparison. Random question about Lamar, just because he came up as your your player to be the most likely to score a touchdown as far as the, the bets you would place. Is there anything he could do this week against the Chiefs that would lose the MVP for him? No, the vote. I think the votes for that are already in. Oh, okay. So he's the MVP, right? No matter what, right? That, that's yeah, what, how we're feeling. That's how I feel. Yes, hundred percent. Because hey, he was incredible, and the Christmas night thing. People remember that. That was like the big showdown, right? It was Brock Purdy. It was Lamar Jackson. Prime time, Christmas night, and Lamar clearly played better than Brock Purdy in that game, and it was all over with the shouting after that. Yeah, and and we'll end with a little more about the the Chiefs Ravens, but because you just mentioned Brock Purdy, I have seen a lot of Brock Purdy slander on my timeline right now. So, what is your response to some of the the Brock Purdy takes that are out there? What what are some of the wildest you've seen? Uh, Greg Jennings said the 49ers should get rid of Brock Purdy and get a difference maker at quarterback like Justin Fields. That seems to be the winner in the clubhouse in terms of dumb things national shows have said about. Like Brock Purdy had almost more touchdowns this year than Justin Fields has ever thrown in his entire career. Yet, because he can run around and he has a strong arm, people think that Justin Fields would be a better option. Like, give me a break. Brock Purdy set the 49ers single season passing yardage record this year. I think he was second in the league in touchdown passes this year. He's 24 years old. He's been a starter for two seasons and he's gone to two NFC championship games. What are we talking about? Yeah. So I, you're welcome listeners for that, by the <laughs> way, because I knew Sats was going to have, have an opinion, have a take there. Uh, I think Purdy, well, I'll ask you, Rank the four remaining quarterbacks in the playoffs. I would go Mahomes one. I would say Lamar Brock Purdy two. No, <laughs> Lamar two. Um, Dun-dun-dun. yeah, I would. Goff has been pretty good. Uh oh, here it is. You know you want to do it. Do it. I will say Goff three. Brock Purdy four. Just wow, you office. don't mean it. You don't mean it. A little more experienced. Um, but I do yeah, it's really close. Yeah, you, you don't mean that at all. I'm gonna try and take my Homer glasses off. So I will put Brock Purdy four, but only because Goff has a little more experience. That's it. So I said we would end uh with a few more things on the Ravens Chiefs game. Over at DraftKings Sportsbook, they do have some conference champion game specials, so I want to run those by you real quick, stats, and see what you think. Okay. So this is you can only bet these right now on these odds at DraftKings Sportsbook. One is Isaiah Pacheco and Justice Hill combine for over 25 rushing attempts. That's I- plus 300. Mm. So... I had a best bet for this game, and it was Pacheco over 13 and a half rushing attempts. That was going to be my best bet. So now you're telling me those two guys get over. Mm, that is, I think I would take the under on that bet because I don't know that Justice Hill is going to get that many. Um, I do think Pacheco is going to get a bunch, but I will take the under on that bet. 
So here you don't get to take an under. You just get to not place the bet. So oh, it right. is combined for overs plus 300, or you can play it safe and, and not make the bet at all. I feel much better about Pacheco going over 13 and a half carries individually. I, that is, like I said, that was my best bet for the game. So I would much rather place that bet. All right. Well, what about this one then? Lamar Jackson, 50 rushing yards or more in each half. That's oh, plus 800. I have gotten burned by these bets in the halves like all season long. I keep looking at them and I keep going, oh, there's no way that doesn't happen. And then I just end up donating my money. Sure. Uh, so I will not take this bet just because I've just pure scars from previous bets this year. Nothing Scared money don't make money. Stats. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I'm going to avoid that one. Let me ask you about a bet because the other bet that I considered in my best bets was... Marquez Valdez Scantling under yards, whatever it is, under <laughs> it's 14 and a half. Oh, okay. It's you could get so, that on one play. That's my thinking. It's so low, right? That I was just like, man, he they don't really target him like five yards down the field. If he gets a catch, it's probably going to be deeper than 14 and a half yards. I know he drops passes like it's his job. He did, you know, make a couple of He's big not Kadarius Tony. <laughs> he did make a couple of big plays last week. He had a big catch downfield. The number is so low that I think I would I would place that bet. It's minus 115. What do you think? Yeah, I'd probably take the over there for, for a lot of the same reasons you just said, in that it's one catch. That's all you need. It's not like we're we're talking about the number of receptions or the number of rushing attempts. Just all you're banking on is one catch. Sure, it might not happen, but if he gets one reception, that's not just some weird bubble screen. And even if he does that and breaks it out for 15 yards, that still counts. Uh, but one typical uh, catch for him, you're looking at 20 yards downfield at minimum. So, yeah, I, I like that one. If I had to have a bet of the week, we kind of already touched on it. I would take either of the quarterbacks to throw at least one pick. For Lamar, over half an INT is minus 110. For Mahomes, over half an INT is minus 120. So they're they're not plus money bets, but for everything we said earlier, whether it's tip drills, whether it's just a player trying to force it later, I could see either or both of these quarterbacks throwing at least one interception. Yeah, I would say they're each going to have at least one Um and like that doesn't it's not something you can't overcome, you know, like I, I feel like people sometimes worry about that too much. If you're also getting touchdowns, you can deal with interceptions. And I think the quarterbacks look at it that way, too. Like, hey, if I need to make a play, sometimes I got to be willing to put the ball in a scary situation. And I don't see either one of these quarterbacks hesitating in that situation. But you're, you're killing me. There are so many more of these DraftKings specials I wanted to hit with you. Let me let me get three more with you stats. All right. So. We talked about the you don't like the either half like it has to happen in both halves. This is a fun one that DraftKings has. It's an kind of either or either Rasheed Rice or Zay Flowers have 100 receiving yards. That's plus 200. So at plus 200, either of those players have to hit over 100 receiving yards. Would you take that one? This is diabolical by DraftKings. They're like, look. It doesn't matter which player it is. We'll give you both. You can't lose this bet. I would avoid this bet. No way am I taking that. These either bets, that is a sucker bet if I've ever seen one. You're just trying to get me to lose my well, money. Here's, 
Here's the either bet that I'm taking. It's plus 350. Wow. So plus 350, meaning a $100 bet. If it pays off, you're getting $350 back. Either, because I know you love these, either Lamar Jackson or Isaiah Pacheco score the first touchdown. The first touchdown. The first touchdown. That's giving you the star of the Ravens offense and the running back and the goal line back for the Chiefs. If you had said scores a touchdown, well, of course, I, it wouldn't be plus 350 at that point. Right. That's why I was like, you can take all the money that I have. The first touchdown. Yeah. You know what? I think I would, I would put some money down on that. That, that is too tempting for me. See, again, these are the sucker bets, man. That one I think is actually too tempting for me to pass up. Yeah, that's the one I'm going to take, and I was hoping Sats would say no. But now that he just said he would take it, that means it's not going to hit. Right. Of course, I have doomed everyone for yeah. all time. So make sure you, you follow him on X social media and, and you jump in his mentions when that doesn't hit now. At Stats on Fire. Yeah. Last one. This is just uh, straight, normal, not an either or. It's a combination again. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes combined for 150 rushing yards. Oh, I know it's plus 550. Yeah, because I don't think Mahomes doesn't run enough to he he can get you 20, 30, maybe he can see his scrambles are just the absolute take your soul scrambles because he runs when it's third and seven. He'll run for eight third and five. He runs for six. Like that's really when he does his damage scrambling more often than not. He's not really looking to scramble. He looks to extend the play and throw the ball down the field. And Lamar might have a bunch of rushing yards, but I don't think he's going to have 150 by himself. And to me, in order for this bet to work, he's going to have to do the bulk of the of the work. And so I just don't think Mahomes is going to going to hold up his uh, or pull his own weight, I should say. So I told you there was three and I've got one final one before we end the show. And it is will there be an octopus? Stats, are you familiar with that phrase in the NFL? No, that is a player scoring a touchdown and then being the same player to score the two point conversion. I have never so, heard that before in my life. You're welcome. You're welcome. Stats. You're welcome. Listeners. DraftKings uh, is letting you place this bet. Will there be an octopus? Meaning Travis Kelsey scores the touchdown and then he catches the two PC. Lamar scores a touchdown, goes for a successful two point conversion, rushes it in himself. Yes, is plus twelve hundred. No, minus 10,000. Whoa. <laughs> ah, that is pretty overwhelming. On, huh? I do think there will be at least one two-point conversion attempt in the game because I think that both of these coaches are aggressive. I think if it's a situation where somebody is, you know, either up eight late and the other team scores or somebody's up 14 points and then the other team scores, like I think there will be a two-point conversion attempt in the game, but I didn't... Wow, minus ten thousand. How can I? How can I place a bet with those odds? I just can't do it. We'll we'll place ten thousand dollars to win your hundred bucks. Right. Like, think about how absurd that is. That is wild. I should have thrown that as one of my legs in a parlay. <laughs> oh my! Can you imagine what the odds would be? Oh, yeah. Good Lord. All right. So before we go, final score prediction. What you got? Chiefs at Ravens. Go. I think the Ravens are just too good. As I said, they've they've played their best against their best opponents this year. I think Lamar Jackson is on a mission. 
to prove to people that his playoff struggles are just, you know, a small sample size thing of the past. I know Mahomes is really good, but I think this is the worst version of the Mahomes Chiefs that we have seen. And so ultimately, I think Lamar finds a way to get it done. I will take Baltimore 31 to 24. Wow. Okay. That's very close to what I was going to say. I'm going to say 31 30 Chiefs. I'm going to say Mahomes and the Chiefs pull off the technical upset. We see some Mahomes magic and the Chiefs find their way to another Super Bowl. I can't do it. I can't have two more weeks. I like, what is there left to talk about with Mahomes and Andy Reid? Like, we have done this again and again. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but the Chiefs have a tight end who's dating. I can't right. remember her name. Yeah, You know what, Stats? His with the outro and take us home. <laughs> 